Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to season four, episode four of Wife Me Up. I am your host, Megan Faulkner, and I am just so pumped to be with you today. Thank you so much for listening, for your support, your encouragement, your kindness in all of these seasons. It just means the world to me. You are the absolute best, and I just love y'all. I mean it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. A quick reminder, if you're on Apple Podcasts and wouldn't mind leaving a rating and review, it helps so much. If you're on Spotify, wouldn't mind subscribing and following, that would be incredible. And no matter what platform you're listening on, if you felt generous and would share the show, I cannot even describe to you how much shares help. You're probably thinking like, Megan, this is a shameless plug. 100%. Yes, it absolutely is. All of my favorite podcasters who have really big platforms, much bigger than mine, make the same plug. And so I'm just following in their footsteps absolutely unapologetically. I cannot believe that we're at a community of about 6,500 listeners, and I'm just so excited to hopefully grow this season and help people encounter hope along the way as we do that. Our guests for today are absolutely pure gold, absolute gems of the earth who will take you to church right in their responses to just about anything. Johanna Canalongo and Sarah Holiday are foster care and adoptive moms who have been through it and have stories to tell. If you are looking for some encouragement today, this is the place. If you are interested in hearing some good stories about some good stuff, this is the place. If you need some hope today and you're in a dark place, this is the place for you. If you are having the brightest sunshiny day of your life, it's going to get brighter. This is the place for you. If you're interested in family and when your plans fail, but God comes through, we're going to talk about that today. You just will not want to miss a minute of this whole conversation. We know that it's a little long compared to our typical episodes, but every single word that comes out of each of these women's mouths is one that will pull at your heartstrings and pierce right through your heart. Do not miss a word they say. Sarah and Johanna both live in Delaware with their families, and I cannot wait for you to learn from them. So we are going to get right to it. We also just want to give a really special thanks to Lifehouse Church in Townsend, Delaware for providing this awesome recording space for this really special episode. Your hospitality was so appreciated. Before we get started, remember, Wife Me Up is for the single person who wants to feel like they're a part of the club. It's for the married person who has anyone single in their life. It's for the dating, the engaged, the enraged, and everyone in between. My hope is that this show provide a little humor, a lot of fun ideas, and ways that we can all be a little more connected to each other's stories. To not isolate or assume, but to engage and ask, to tell stories, to share ideas, and to as often as possible create things for others to enjoy. Because what actually is life if it's not shared. Here is my conversation about family and the bigger picture with Johanna and Sarah. Welcome to Wife Me Up. Sarah and Johanna are my guests today. I am so excited that you're here. I can like hardly stand my life right now. Can you ladies please tell our community who you are, what you do in the world? Sarah, why don't you go first? Sure. Uh, well, first and foremost, I am <laughs> Megan's cousin. It's true. Uh, I am my older cousin. Older and wiser cousin. <laughs> Uh, and um, but other than being Megan's cousin, I am a wife and a mother to four children. Um, I have got a 19-year-old daughter, a 
uh, 15-year-old daughter and a <laughs> seven and nine-year-old sons. Um, and I, so I'm a mother to them. Um, I work full-time in the financial industry and I live here in Delaware, born and raised. Where we are currently recording. Where we are currently recording. <laughs> Johanna, what about you? Hey there. Um, uh, I'm so happy to be here. It's so exciting to sit down with you ladies. Um, I'm Sarah's friend. Uh, we go to church together and we've uh, bonded over um, the beautiful and messy goodness of adoption and foster care. And um, I'm mama and I'm a wife and adopted by God. So yeah. uh, let's see, I was married in 98. So you do the math because it's too early <laughs> for me to do the math. And um, had four biological children back to back and then um we we had a funny notion to think we were, we were done you know and mm -hmm. and god said no you're not i have an awesome and uh, an awesome way i want to turn your life upside down and um so we went on and started the adoption journey and um have four children that were adopted from china and all um, from china all from china okay. yeah yeah cool. um eight, okay so let me start with the bio the biologicals are 20 so it, it takes me a minute, 22, <laughs> 20, um, 18, and 16, and um, a little bit of spacing. And then it's um, 12, 11, I have a forever six and a half year old in heaven. She mm -hmm. went to heaven um, three years ago. Mm -hmm. And then I have a um, six year old. Okay. And so, yeah. And okay, so this is actually a great segue. Your families are awesome. I think the world needs to know about them. So can you like just tell me a little bit about your families? Johanna, you kind of are on that trajectory right now, but can you just tell us a little bit about them, like who they are and what makes them so good? Yes. Um, okay. So it's really hard to, I, I'm going to try to sum it up really, really quick <laughs> and just tell you they are, they are total light and joy and, um, they keep me humble and they keep me needing God every yeah. day. Um, they truly are a beautiful reminder that when we let go of what we think our story of our life will be and we give it to God, he, he gives us, he writes a story that's so much better and oh. more unimaginable that we can, than we can ever conceive. Um, and, yeah. and that to me has been one of my greatest lessons is yeah. to let, let go and receive what, what he wants to do. Um, so what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Telling me about them. Who's okay. who? Where are they? Okay. So Isabella, she is my, the mother hen of, okay. of the baby. Like her life starting at a year old has been about being the older sibling, the protector yep. of the family. Um, just the beautiful peacemaker. Uh, she's my best friend. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really neat when you're, when your littles grow up to be your best friends, yeah. you know, and they're your bigs. And yep. So she is currently um, finishing her degree online okay. with uh, Liberty University um, doing ESL. She has just a heart for the world, a heart for missions. The fire in her belly is to go out and um, care for orphans and mm -hmm. preach God's word and, and give hope to the hopeless. So um, awesome. Ethan is currently at Liberty. He's my tech dude. We are lost in the house without him. When anything <laughs> breaks or goes or goes awry, we're like, thanks time, Ethan, help. I mean, he was my two-year-old in front of the TV. And this is an encouragement for you young moms. He was in front of my TV, pushing off one, off one, off one, it breaks. And then we're like, Ethan broke the TV. Guess what? A week later, he's in front of it, doing lots of buttons. He fixes it. So, <laughs> at the, I mean, come on. So literally, so 
literally, let them touch the button. Let them because he's he's literally a tech genius now. So. Uh, God redeemed all that. Yeah, he's like, I have a plan for this one. <laughs> yeah. So um, he's he's getting he's in his senior year, getting his degree in computer science and web design, and his hope is to be able to use those gifts in ministry. Sure. Um, you know, it, it, it'll be nice because it's a not office job. It's an on the road job. So he's free to go yeah, and to all the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, Helena just left. She's my, she's my 18 year old. And she just left to go to Hawaii um, for, with YWAM. Oh, YWAM. Yes. I had two um, friends at that base. It's incredible. Uh, yeah. This yeah. has been a dream God had put, a vision God put in her heart two years ago. Um, almost three, I should say. And it's been kind of a wrestling and a surrendering of, you know, because the world falls apart and yeah. God, are you still going to do this? And is it going to be snatched away? And the fact that she's there now to me is just such a testimony of the of the faithfulness of God yeah. to bring about what what we couldn't imagine can happen yeah. when the obstacles are before you. So she's there for three months training, yeah. and then she'll set off to another Does country. Does she know where she's going to go? Not yet. The reveal's happening oh soon. So <laughs> she, let me tell you, she's like, Mom, I'm not homesick. Yeah. Like this, this to me is where. I just feel like I'm meant to be like, like that has to be is, an incredible feeling as a mom to it, hear it your is. baby say that. Yes. Like I'm good. I'm like, well, I miss you, but I'm so happy for you. Like, you know, like it's, 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 it's that, it's that reconciling of, I don't want you to go as your mama, but as your sister in Christ, you need you to go, go. Yeah. you know, you yep. need to go and follow God's 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 vision, you know, yeah. God, what he's speaking over you, that that voice, you know, you need to follow. Yeah. And um, and so it's just been beautiful to see her walk in courage mm -hmm. when I know the battle that was before her, you sure. know, and um just yeah, to walk especially in the last couple of years. And and yeah. to know that she's in a place where she's gonna be stretched. Yeah. And she's gonna bloom and God's equipping her for the next season. Yeah. And that that's that's a beautiful thing to witness. Yeah. Um and then there's Ashton, my crazy 16-year-old. Oh, I love Ashton, who is just like <laughs> he's so fun. He's the, the goof of the family. He's yep. the mini dad. Okay. Although, yep. you know, I can't tell you how many times I look at Brian, I'm like, you know, easier, right? After he just like, what are you doing? I'm like, hon, easy. Yeah. Like, These are all your mama's dreams coming true. <laughs> and, and your son, you will have a son like you. But, and it, it's it's a beautiful thing though, because he's got all those wonderful qualities that I fell in love with, with my husband. Just his sure. fun is, you know, that, that, that personality that just attracts, attracts yeah. people. But he also is in a season of his life where he's coming to own his own faith and sure. needing to understand this accountability to 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 walk closely with the Lord and to yeah. learn about him and it's not all fun and games right. and I see that I see that that uh, struggle 16 is so fun for that yes. like God <laughs> is like becoming so real to a 16 year old yeah. and you're like what is happening to me right because now I feel something about my action and I'm accountable or, to that yeah you know and, and I'm I just I'm witnessing I'm like God I know you're doing something you know yeah. and I'm just I'm gonna walk by by his side it's it's weird when your motherhood takes on that sort of from you do everything they say everything I say to now I'm gonna walk beside you and yeah and you, you start taking those reins of your faith and your choices and yep. oof, it's 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 yeah, tough. hard a lot and of surrender right there is a lot of trust a lot of trust and tears, tears. <laughs> mamas do you hear her there's yes, tears you're yes, not alone yes God I, God uses the tears he does he does um and then um my 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 China babies um Talia she came home at a year and a half 
from China um, with cleft lip and palate. Okay. And we say that she was our, um, you know, she blew open that gateway of, of to China, just that love for China and um, the heart for just children who are um, without forever families. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a whole, there's a whole dynamic of how that comes about and why that is in China. And, um, you know, it's not just parents are, yeah. are just leaving their kids and that's the story. It's and it's, so, yeah, it is, it's, it's deep, you know, yeah. they, they're left without choice and it's the highest sacrifice to leave your child and yeah. to know that they're going to get help here, yeah. that they, that they can't get with this birth family. And, right. you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's the, really the greatest act of love that's and, right. yeah. um, to be able to step into their stories yeah. and and hold that grief with them and watch how God's redeeming it is yeah. to me so humbling and yeah. an incredible miracle to witness. Um, uh, so she came home and so she's my oldest China baby. No, see, that's funny. She's not, she's my first one home, but huh, so number three is actually older than her, but they had this thing going on. Well, I'm taller, well, I'm older. They're like <laughs> virtual twins. They're nine, my Hudson, who's the third, but I'll get to him. They're nine months apart. Oh, so, that's fun. Yeah, so Talia was two, and yep. um, then we, we set off to China to adopt um, Gianna, Lily Faith, who is in heaven. She was born with a half heart, and um, she <clears throat> she came home, and she literally, you would look at her and not know she's walking around with half heart. Like, she just mm. shows us how to live life full and chasing joy and and believing for goodness even yeah. when your heart is broken and wow. um she has she is still teaching us these beautiful truths um from heaven mm-hmm. and um uh, she survived six open heart surgeries wow. and just a warrior oh i miss her i miss her yeah. so much but um but i love talking about her so yeah. love that you're asking and um and then what she was Four. So two years later, God um, broke our hearts for um, just older children who are waiting and um, showed us our son in China. And um, he came home at six, right before his seventh birthday. And and so he and Talia, my oldest China baby, are nine apart. Oh and my so gosh! He, yeah, he's <laughs> and a boy and a girl. Uh huh. They're so fun. Yeah. They're they're so fun. And he's he he came home with um, spina bifida, and he's actually got dextrocardia. So his heart is completely flipped, and all the organs in his body are completely flipped. It's a very rare genetic, um, yes. but he's just one in a million. Let me tell you, he is um, <laughs> literally, literally, and um, just he's a walking miracle, literally, yeah. and um, you know. God knew that he had such a plan of, of provision for Talia with Hudson coming home because the way that they have cared for each other in losing their baby sister, sister. Gianna, mm-hmm. and then uh, it's just, um, God yeah. knows, God knows he what does. you need. He knows, yeah. he, he sees the bigger story when we're yeah. walking in those, those small fragments of paint strokes. He yeah. sees the whole mosaic. Um, yeah. And then after Gianna went to heaven, God um, <clears throat> called us out of the cave and said, remember what, what her story has taught you, that mm-hmm. you, um, that you, you, you are not to hide away, that you are here to be a light and, um, and that every child is, is worth hope yeah. and worth that risk. And every child needs hope and mm-hmm. you can sit back and you can 
go into despair. Yeah. Or you can Psalm 2713, believe right. for the Lord, for the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That's and exactly he called right. us out of our out of the darkness and said, You still do what I've showed you. That's right. And I will be with you. That's and right. um and he showed us our daughter, whose Chinese name actually means goodness. No. And he gave me the word goodness before he showed me her. But actually when he gave me the word goodness, I was mad because I was grieving <laughs> deep and I said, no, yeah. goodness has been stripped away. Like I can't. Yeah, what do you know about goodness. goodness right now? Yeah, like yeah. I don't feel it, Lord. And and he took me to the word Tova, which is the translation for goodness in the Bible and uh, in the Hebrew. And he said, I, I know that that goodness is 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 feel so far away but i want to show you a new goodness in the land of the living and and it was his way that he ministered to my heart and um and so she her chinese name when we translated it it part of it meant truth and part of it meant goodness oh my god and so only god literally yes he was literally he was literally speaking through our daughter saying this is the truth the truth of my goodness. goodness. Yeah. When you can't see it, you believe it and you That's walk right. in that promise. And yeah, I'm going to provide for you in it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, here's the baby. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what's her name? So her, so her Chinese name or her English given name? Yes. So her Chinese <laughs> yeah. yeah. Her name is a whole story. Like, literally, I'm like, what were you thinking? You should have just went with like Ali or something. But um, no, it's so her Chinese name was Enjun, by Enjun, En meaning goodness and Jun meaning truth. And um, her her Chinese name, her English name they gave her is Evie Mira. Evie meaning life, and Mira meaning miracle. She's the miracle of, of new life. Mm-hmm. And um, and her middle name is June Tova. So Stop the truth it. of goodness. Oh my gosh! Um, what yeah. a name! Yeah, I'm it's excited a, to it's, see what it's a book. In her life, I know. I know. <laughs> she doesn't stand a we chance. We get all that. We get we get all the all the Evie Marie. Evie, yeah. Evie, I'm, Yeah, I have an Evie in my family too. My nieces, Evie. Yeah, so beautiful name. Yeah, so good. So that is our messy life. Our messy life that God's writing um, a story of redemption over. Yeah, and so good. Yeah, he's so he's so good. Even when it do
Um, smart, smart she baby. Smart. Oh. Um, she uh, she has a passion for dance. So yeah, she, she she's probably the only person on her dance team that's studying computer science. Um, and she actually goes back home to Philly today. I have to drop her off later. Um, but she's she's amazing and just um, I think you know at at 20 years old and looking at her, um, you know, it was scary to think what would come of her life um, because I was so unsettled and and just didn't have, you know, stability other than my parents um, at the time. But, um, you know, I remember when she was younger, just fearing for her safety, yeah. um, you know, and, and because of the circumstances around her biological father um, and and when she was very young and you know she was prayed over my my parents were christians by the time that i got pregnant they weren't when i was growing up um, right. until i was a teenager and um i think that there was so much prayer when i was pregnant and when she was young yeah. um and and protection she she's been protected by by so much and it's again god's goodness in that mm-hmm. um and, and so yeah. when she was nine months old, I met my husband, my now husband. Um, so we got married when she was two and a half. And then about a year later, we um, had Hannah. So Hannah is now 16, oh, 15. She'll be 16 in a few weeks. Um, <laughs> she is my old soul. Um, mm. She's just very kind of wise beyond her years and so many things. She's, um, you know, just her and Quinn are complete opposites. You know, you look at Quinn's room and it's a disaster. You look at Hannah's room, it's perfect. Like just all of those little, little differences. Um, and you know, Hannah's in the same stage of life as Ashton and, and 16 and almost 16 and figuring things out and trying to figure out, you know, what she wants to do after high school and all of these things. And so, Lots of uh, and loves Jesus. She loves Jesus. loves her church. Loves, loves her, her church. family. Yes. Yeah, she does. You know, she. It's funny. She uh, again being that old soul. I remember back at our our old building um, when she was like twelve. She would go into the prayer room mm-hmm. during service with my father, and mm-hmm. you know, just would have these just drawn out wise prayers. And yeah. you know, she's a deep thinker, <laughs> and and I think she's going to do great things. Me too. Um, and so. Uh, moving down to the rest of my family. So we thought we were done too, isn't that funny? <laughs> and, and because I was so young, I would I would be like 40 and done raising children. <laughs> yes. And, and you're like, woohoo, <laughs> empty nesters at 40. Exactly. And and yeah, God, God laughed at that. Um, so when the girls were 10 and 13, so Queen was 13, Hannah was 10, um, we welcomed um, our sons into our family through foster care adoption. Um, so they were two and four at the time um they are biological brothers so out of my four children two are fully biological and the two that are fully biological are not biological with me or my husband <laughs> um so when uh, god has a plan for a family that's right. he has a plan for that a family. is right so they are now seven and nine in second and third grade and they are seven nine-year-old boys and they are. i can just i don't say they are crazy. Uh, they have lots of energy, and yes, they, fun going. they do. It is not ever. It's never quiet at my house. Um, <laughs> we'll say that. So, um, yes. So more about them. I know we'll talk more, but yes, so that is my family. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for telling us 
telling me about your families. I love hearing them. I want to kind of um, hone in a little bit on the adoptions, the foster care journey, the situation. Can you each talk about feeling called? I don't know the right word. Maybe it's something else. Feeling called into that kind of lifestyle and that operating in that. What does that feel like, look like, think like, describe? that journey to us. Maybe Johanna, if you want to start with the adoption part, Sarah, you can kind of come in with the foster care. Yeah. Um, so with our story, where I felt like God struck my heart was um, I was at a women of faith conference. Do you guys mm-hmm. remember that? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they still do it, but I, I was, I a, remember like hearing about what they are. I don't yeah, think I've ever been to and one. And I, yeah. I, I was there and um, Stephen Curtis Chapman and his wife Mary Beth oh, were there, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I, you know, being a Christian of the '90s, and <laughs> they were like, you know, it's the Great Adventure, you know, oh, saddle yeah. up your horses, right. you know, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Whoa, like seriously. So I truly like love that family, and of course I followed closely like their stories, and just kind of more just curious at, up to that point. Just thought it was beautiful, and um, but then cried with them when they lost Maria and just ached with them and just felt this just so when I heard they were speaking that I was like I've got to go like I just I will be participating in this event God was compelling me like like pulling me there and and obviously there was a a bigger reason why um just drawing me and and I was listening to Mary Beth's testimony and as she was talking about the plight of the orphan I felt like I was hearing it for the first time. I had I had heard about it and I'd, I'd been crushed with it and for it, but this was different. Yeah. This was literally God coming and sitting next to me in the seat and saying, what are you going to do about it? I, uh, I, I, and, and it was, it was literally, it was sobering and yeah. and and that's why I, I I feel like he had brought me back to James 127 yeah which it basically says that the religion I accept is is to take care take of the care widow of and the orphan and and, yep. and it was this commandment and it yeah and it wasn't as if he was calling he was re- reminding me what does it say in the word right. what does it say in my word right. and I was just like okay God okay like yeah and I was hearing her story and I was moved to tears and yeah. And I, and I said, Lord, we have room. Like yeah. we have room, like we have room at the table. We, we have room in our home. And, um, and, and I was just like, hand up, give me a compassion child. Cause they were doing that. Sure. And I was like, oh, start there. It's like really it. emotional response. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm like, I got to do something right now, you know? And so it was just like, I, I want to move in this, in, in this, in this word now I want to I just want to take God at his word and I want to obey now, whatever that is in front of me right now. And that was in front of me. And I came home and I was super excited. I I put pseudocars, precious pseudocars, picture on the fridge. And I said, guess what? We're adopting this child. You know, we are, we're coming alongside him and we're going to help. And kids were all excited. And then I look at my husband, I said, I got something to tell you. (laughs) God spoke. He's like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> He's like, so to you? I was like, or? oh, I was just on fire. I was like, so on fire. I got sick because this ain't it. Like, this isn't it. Like, yeah. this is the beginning. And I was like, um, so we just, we talked that evening and I was like, you know, I said, I believe that, that God is telling us that we are to step out and, and grow our family through adoption and that 
and he's like, oh, uh, uh, what? Wait, wait, wait. We have four children, so. So, yeah, because Brian will sit here and he will tell you, if you were to ask him, he'd say, I was like, okay, I'm going to have my four kids out of the house by this time, go on cruises. He had a... He had like I put in our time. We can just you know escape into the sunset and um, you know and so he was just like a little bit like turned upside down you know yeah. and 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 there are some people who get married and they know adoption is going to be a part sure. of their story and that yeah. wasn't us but we had seen adoption and we thought it was beautiful. It's just for the first time God was saying, "This is this is how I want you to obey the word that right. I've given you," and. Um, and and when once your eyes are opened, you can't pretend that you didn't hear, see, or know. That is correct. And it, it was yep. very. It, 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 I I feared the Lord. I yep. feared it, and I walked in, in in a place where I I can't go back to who I was before that lightning bolt moment. Yeah. And so now. I unfortunately took on all this burden to try to convince Brian of all right. the same. And, and, and I threw him all the Gotcha Day videos. I threw him all the verses. I was like, you know, so there's Look came, at how beautiful our life could be. I'm telling you. And, and God just was like, shh. Yeah, let, let me take care of him. He still get out of the way. Yeah. Because yeah. what? why do you not believe I can't do for him what I, what I did to you? That's and, exactly it. And it was very hard for me because I have a hard time putting the brakes on once God has started that engine. I'm just like, whoosh, full right. steam ahead yeah. and get on board. Yes. Like, yeah. So it was it was, it was was humbling to me and it, it helped me learn to trust God in a new way. Sure. And so we had an agreement and, <laughs> and it was, we wanted to... We wanted to have a place for to freely converse about adoption, and so we had a Bible study in our home where people could come in our church who um, was curious about adoption. And we went through a book called Considering Adoption, That's and awesome. where you could with, before you even adopted. Yes, yes, Such and we had the mentors foundation. who came in who had already adopted, yeah. and um, through international foster care, and we could. That was the place throughout the week. I was to just not not nag right. and that was the place where all fears could be brought fully you could Good. talk honestly about you know this is what scares me yeah this is what's frustrating about you know trying yeah. to convert you know all the things and then be prayed over yeah. you know be prayed over and, and and be walking with people who are considering yes, or have done it or yeah. in that same season with you it was just an honest way yeah to wrestle with it That's you know amazing. and it, it, it you can't do it alone yeah. you need the body of christ to come around you and 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 decipher what God is speaking and help you yeah. to um, to buckle up and, yeah. and and get that courage yeah. and to decipher that voice and yes. and so all those everyone in that group ended up going on to foster or adopt Stop which that. is crazy but one of the main themes in that that came out which we still carry on today is that yes God commands that we all take care of the orphan and. Um, it is our responsibility, you know, it's like that song. Why are you doing this, Godwin? Well, I created you, you yeah, know? Right, and yeah. so, and, but there are, that can, that can be translated in so many beautiful ways. Exactly. From, um, you know, from foster care yeah. to, to giving when you, when God blesses you with Correct. resources to yeah. giving, to praying, to, yeah. to babysitting, right. to, um, yeah, respite care. Oh, just yeah. so many ways that yeah. God brings the body of Christ and, and you can be his hands and feet and, yeah. and it looks different. Yep. And so coming beside each other to help decipher that calling and how yes. that's translated, that commandment is translated in each family. Yeah. And so 
So that's how our, our journey began. I love that. Yeah, that's and- so good. I love it. I love that you said when you're at this conference, God says, "What are you going to do about it?" Yeah. And yeah. and that is something that you cannot shake. Yeah. Like you're like, okay, this must be. I've had that moment one time in my life with this situation. Like, well, what are you going to do? I'm bringing this thing to God. I'm like, what are you going to do? And he's like, what are you going to do? I put you there. Exactly. What are you going to do? As women too, as as mother spirits, we we break and we cry, but then we we, we shake it off and we just, let me just go back to my life. It just seems as human beings like, okay, I can't feel that too much because then I'm going to, it's going to, I'm going to need to turn away. Correct. You know, because it's just starting to get a little too real. Yeah. And, but when you don't turn away and you gaze at the brokenness, then you're compelled to come and sit with the brokenness and help carry it. And, um, cause we're not called to, to, to fix. No, we're called to enter these stories and we're, we're commanded to come in and and be hope in the darkness and, 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 and and share his hope in the darkness. And, and that to me is, is. It's something that if you run away from, you yeah. are going to miss the treasures. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and Sarah, we've kind of talked about this before, just in our natural relationship of our life. The the only reason we can even operate in those things, in, in some sort of foster adoption, rescue is a really weird word, but yeah. it's because we have been. Yes, rescued right yes. like because we have been in that place where god has brought us into his family and so then what is our response mm-hmm. to yes. being brought into the family of yes. god and then and how do we live that out so your story is a little different yes. than johanna so tell us tell us your little journey it is different but it's similar yeah mm-hmm. right and the one johanna you said you know once your eyes were opened yeah. it, it was hard to um, you know, to turn away. And I think that that's kind of what happened with us. And again, we were, we were, um, done having children. (laughs) So the girls were, were 10 and 13. We were, we were approaching that stage of life where things were getting easier. They were very independent. Um, again, we were still young. And so Mm -hmm. looking ahead to, you know, 10 years from, from this time, and it was in, uh, 2015, uh, the, the fall of 2015, when this all started, um, you know, we were looking ahead to to easy days, to cruises, and you know, <laughs> vacations. The things that we didn't get to do in our 20s, yeah. because in our 20s we were raising, we were babies. raising babies, and yep. and we were young, and we were figuring yes. things out. Yep. So, you know, definitely was not was not my plan, and and I never wanted a, a minivan full of children. Um, <laughs> I never wanted a minivan, and I. <laughs> Actually, for a little bit, but I, I have now moved on to a Yukon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did happily trade that in. Um, but um, so our our uh, journey started actually, it, you know, and it's so funny how how go forward from Johanna's story. There was a adoption awareness session at church that Brian. Yeah. was was I, I don't know if you were I don't know I, that you I were there Brian, yeah. but Brian Johanna's husband was was I on was the panel in the hospital with Gianna with oh my her, gosh um, second open heart surgery yes yeah, yeah. Um, and so th- we had a couple other families at that time from our church who were on a panel discussion to talk about um, adoption mm-hmm. and I had friends on the panel and decided to I was serving so it was during one of the services that I wasn't attending. So I thought, well, I'll just go and, and listen, just be supportive, right? Be supportive. And so I went late. I was there for maybe 20 minutes and I left early because I had to go back to, to where I was serving that day. And I thought that that was going to be it. Sure. Except it wasn't because (laughs) I could not stop thinking about adoption. And, um, I remember being out to lunch with my girls 
and Dave after church one day and they brought it up. And the I girls, had, the girls brought it up. And I had mentioned it. Yeah. And they talked about how we should adopt. And, uh, you know, so it just, it just kept coming up and it was, so in December of that year, um, I think I approached Dave and said, you know, I've been really this, I can't stop thinking about this. And he, he had similar feelings, you know, after the conversation with the girls and knowing that I had gone to this, um, adoption awareness session. And so we very reluctantly decided to take one step towards adoption. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We decided that we would be obedient yeah. in, 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 in a the safe first way. step. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we were 100% okay if God shut the door and said, mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Thank you for your obedience. You may go back to Have your a great day. You may go back to your life now. Of being done raising children at 40 and, and, and spending, yes, going, going and traveling the world. Um, and so, um, we, we, we said yes to that step, you know, we, and we had talked to some, some families at the time who were either going through the process or had recently adopted. And, mm-hmm. and we really felt called to, um, or felt led to, to pursue foster care adoption. Mm-hmm. And, um, we, we said, yes, we started taking the classes and over the course of that, that spring, when we were taking these classes, um, you know, we, we said yes to take the classes and then, you know, there was some back and forth, but eventually we, we felt confirmed mm-hmm. that we were supposed to proceed with the adoption of one child, single, single, single child, singular, <laughs> one singular and then. Person. You know, again, once your eyes are opened, right? It's hard to, it's hard to, uh, to, yes. So we, we were, our eyes were open to the plight of siblings in foster care. Right. And so we just, we reluctantly, uh, agreed to be open to, um, siblings. And so that summer of 2016, it was at this time, um, we, we met our boys and we met them at a park for an hour. And um, we played while the social workers kind of looked on and we left and I just knew it. I said, these, are, these, are, these are our boys. And um, that weekend- Can you tell us how old the boys were at the time? They were two and four. Okay. They were two and four. Um, and, and so that weekend we had them for a, a visit and um, they stayed with us the whole weekend and it was great and it was loud and it was a lot of fun. and you know, just, just bonding at this point, we were still, you know, Mrs. Sarah, Mr. Dave, they, mm-hmm. they we hadn't been officially their adoptive resources yet. So it was still kind of that boundary. Uh, boundary. Yeah. And they left that Sunday night and I do not cry. Um, rarely. I mean, it, I have to be in a lot of pain or extremely upset. You're yeah. going to make me cry right now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, me and Johanna are like, well, we, we cry a lot. Yes. <laughs> you guys can cry for me, but I will tell you that when they left, I cried nonstop for 24 hours Aww. but i did not cry because necessarily I, I, I it wasn't because i was sad that they weren't with me anymore um i cried because i knew yeah that something big was about to happen yeah. and i i was at work and i couldn't stop crying and i um had for some reason uh mark 10 i'm trying to look at my uh, 24 to 27, um, 
came to my heart and I had written it out. Um, and what it says is children, how difficult is it to enter the kingdom of heaven? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God with man. It's impossible, but not with God for all things are possible with God. And I think I was taken to that verse because of all things are possible with God. And I was feeling this impossible task happening. But what I actually had done is I wrote all my fears on this oh, and on the same paper that you wrote and, out the verse. and it was what if what if this is a mistake what if i lose my girls what will our future hold what if i can't be at the mom i need to all four children will i end up doing this all alone oh. what will this take away from the girls i am so so scared can i keep up with the demands of work at home will dave and i grow apart will i be enough oh. will i be able to love these boys like my own will life become too hectic will the boys love me how will oh, we get through wow. the day to day? And these were just me. Sarah, that's so real. Yep. It, it, that's so real. And that's how we need to do it, God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and I went home. And just tell him. Yeah. I went home and I remember sitting on my deck with my Bible and I wrestled yeah. through prayer and tears. And, and really what it was is I was grieving my old life. Yes. But I, I knew that what was about to happen I didn't, I was no longer in control That's right. of the future and, and things weren't safe anymore. That's right. And, and I had to say yes. <laughs> and, um, I'm just going to out you for one second. Sure. I'm your baby cousin. It's my whole job in life. Sure. You be careful. You, I can... <laughs> I know. But you're in Enneagram three. Yes. Like me. Yes. So controls something when we feel like we've, we've made this plan, yes. we've accomplished this thing, we've checked this thing off of yes. our checklist and, oh, I'm a mommy. Here I am. Yes. I bought my house. Here's my husband. We have jobs. We're raising our babies in the church. Check, 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 check. Mm -hmm. And then when something comes up that throws off our God checklist, we are mm -hmm. petrified. I mean, yes. it is, it is terrifying to be a three or feel the, the field. Because of what if three. I'm not successful? Correct. Because what if I cannot accomplish right. this thing? What if I don't look like picturesque success? Yes. That had to be part and of your also fear. also challenges you what does success look like? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And what is it actually? And it's interesting going down another rabbit trail here for a second. Keep going. About that is, you know, we, I think our, our, our children and what they what the, what our family is perceived by the public is so important to us as a society. Yeah. And yeah. the first, you know, when the boys were first with us, yeah. um, if my children are not the most perfectly behaved, right. Going, I remember going to Walmart and you know, just they, they being in the foster care system, they, um, there was a lot of just gaps in yeah, what they had sure. learned and been taught, just depending on who was taking care of them. Oh, a lot of inconsistency. Yeah, for sure. And they weren't in the, you know, not their story is their story, but they weren't right. in the greatest situation right? before coming to us. And I remember being at Walmart with my mom and the boys and just getting nasty looks, you know. Because just, of their behavior? Because of their behavior. Okay. Just because, you know, a lot of the things that we're telling them should a two and a four year old should know. You know, and my mom said, or maybe one of us said, you know, we it's like we want to put a sign to say we're, we're four days out of foster care. Yeah. yeah, give us a little bit of yeah. yeah, great. I had to, I had to not care what people yes, thought that's about exactly me. Right. Yeah, and that is hard, right? Oh, in a culture that that's is so all hard. about what you look like. Yep, and yeah. and 
you know, even still, I have to sometimes like, you know, there are struggles. There was trauma. Correct. That these boys are, we are. You want to say those people, if you only knew. If you only knew. Walk in my shoe for one half of a step. Walk in their shoes. Yeah, those baby shoes. Right. And it's, you know, and and it's what adults, the the trauma that adults invoked on them. And and it's just, it's sad and it's it's frustrating. But it has taught me that, you know, I have to care a lot less what people think. Gosh, so what God good. thinks is what I, yeah. where I need to be. Correct. And, and to walk in that commandment no matter what. Right. Mm. I'm commanded mm-hmm. by the God of all, my God, to care and love and mother these children. Right. And I don't care what the woman in the Walmart aisle thinks. I right. can't care right. what so the woman is. I can't care. It's no longer looking like template of the normal white picket fence America. Exactly. Like it's, right. it's been disrupted. It's been yeah. upside down and it's not logical. Right. It's right. not safe. You know, right. it reminds me of that, that quote from Narnia. Oh, right. I love it. It's like, you know, it's you amazing. ask about the lion, you know, well, is he good? Is he good? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. no is, he, is he safe? safe? Well, yeah. no, no, he's not safe, but he's good. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, yep. that we grappled with that. Um, we, Brian came face to face with that wrestling when he said yes to adoption his biggest mountain was finances mm-hmm. it was very hard for him to let go of this to surrender to this belief that god is going to provide it's very expensive to yeah. adopt internationally but um but god did he provided and he will but let me just tell you where when god when he surrendered and said his yes god had, had he was in the wilderness he had lost his job and he was without a job and he was he was outside it was right before christmas in the desert season of you already life. have 100 children we had we had, and, and everyone <laughs> the, even the kids were like are we gonna adopt yeah it's funny i said they speak, god speaks to the children because the children were like we need to adopt i didn't even need to say anything i was like all right i'll be quiet god but i got all these little people who are speaking on my behalf you know and so he knew he would say he says i knew the spirit was moving was yeah. i going to join him or keep resisting Ooh. and it was in that moment he says i was laying on the trampoline i pulled my arms out and says i have nothing yeah but my yes that's and right when i gave you my yes and um and in that moment is when god stepped in and took back the story of our family and said i want to now write your story and yeah. um and it's a surrender and this the second time we stepped out the biggest mountain for you know god it's neat with when you when you're when god places a child in your belly usually the mama knows first yeah. and she yep. sees that line first or she just yeah. knows and that was kind of the situation with our adoptions and it doesn't always work out that way but he would place them in my heart first and yeah. then i would be like guess what We're yeah. <laughs> and then he'll take like, a minute ah. so I started advocating for children um, with special needs and um, it was God kept bringing the heart babies first and foremost to yeah. me and I these were the babies that were written these were the children that were written off right. the, when their, their their paper was stamped terminal yeah and they they're not worth it you know right. that was the the world's title on them is this is look over them they're 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 not going to last yeah. and um yeah. but yeah they, they deserve a forever family. Exactly every right. life is precious. Yeah. Every life matters. And they belong to him. And they, they, they're yeah. God's children. And I just broke. I would I would be up crying at night for these children who yeah. were in um, these orphanages. And they were just, they yeah. were without hope. And they were going to die yeah. without a, a mom and a dad. And, and so 
when God showed me Gianna, I just I just knew she was ours, and I um, I went up to my husband, and and that was right before we were leaving for a vacation to go to the ocean, <laughs> and you know all those first world America things. You know, yeah. here we are, we're, we're grappling with this plight of these orphans, and we're going off on our. Yeah, it's just so hard to reconcile, yeah. and it's just it, it it can keep you up at night. Yeah, like, Lord, what am I doing? Thank yeah. you for saving me from this life. Like, yeah, you know, you're rescuing me from yeah. the the ushy cushy life of just yeah. getting things my way and doing it my way and being comfortable. And, yes, and yes. it's interesting because you know with, with Gia it, with having that you know terminal and and she she knows Jesus. Yeah. She yeah. she came to a Christian family yeah. and she knows Jesus. Yeah, and I, and I and I battled with what success looked like because yeah, when we when we went to get her, we had no and and Brian had to surrender. He will tell you the verse that God struck him with lightning this late one night when we we were like the agency was like you need to decide and. Um, God gave him Isaiah 41:10, which is so. Do mm-hmm. not fear, for I am with, with you. you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you, and I will hold you with my righteous right hand. hand. That's uh, right. And um, his biggest fear is I don't want to bring grief into my family. Right. I don't want to bring pain into right. the family. And um, right. And uh, God didn't say it. That's not going to happen. God said, no matter what, I will be with you. That's right. And um, and that was the scorch mark on his heart as we moved forward. He said. He said, "She's our baby." And then the next morning, I woke up and I said, "Are you sure?" He's like, "Don't ever ask me that again." God has removed all. Get on a plane! Yeah. <laughs> it was a miracle. It was literally a miracle. Yeah. He had been wrestling it for two weeks. Yeah. Right? And um, and and he was like, "It was it was this God just took all fear away." Yeah. And that's the power of the word, the living word. Exactly you know? right. And um, and so we brought her home, and right away she had open heart surgery. They created a full heart out of a half heart. And she was doing great. What a miracle! Even like what? It's like you and you get to experience this miracle. This I, I this, experienced resurrection life. Like honestly, yeah. Because you said yes. Yeah, yeah. we would have missed. Miracles. You would have missed we it. Would have missed miracles. Yeah, that's the story. A year later, her she had heart failure and she was right. air, airlifted and um, had to get open heart surgery again. And then, literally, um, for two years, she she had, she because she had been in and out of the hospital for the first two years of being home, yeah. and then the next two years, like we were literally in a season of healing and rest. Yeah. And it was beautiful. We had just moved to our farmette. Right. She was she was bottle feeding baby goats. Like we were just <laughs> literally you know, a dream. Got, it was a gift. It felt like it was yeah. a glimpse of heaven. It was yeah. it was walking in this beautiful restorative healing season. Yeah. Um, and then you know life fell apart she had a sudden cardiac arrest and yeah. but we thought like in that season of healing that those two years we had the first two years of just trauma like i don't know what's going to happen around the corner and then two years of this beautiful gift yeah. of goodness of healing yeah and and, and the doctor's like i think we're going to get her to this to the heart transplant like we're yeah. going to get her to her teens we're gonna yeah. and i was like god you're doing it like yeah. you are i'm like you're fulfilling this promise like you're doing yeah. it and i was basking in this now this miracle of She's living. She's yeah. gonna live, and yeah. um, and and so it was really hard when she was sure. Um, yeah, because it came out of nowhere. Right. And um, so one of the things that that you're this season about is goodness, and yeah. and I had to grapple with 
are you still good that's right when my version doesn't look like your mm -hmm. version yeah and um what's the what's the answer yeah he's still good yeah he's so good yeah he's so good um because he's with us that's right he never leaves us he sits with us yeah. in the darkness and he sits with us in the fire yeah and um and I would have despaired had I not believed for the goodness of the Lord and the land yeah. of the living. Psalm 27. And, um, yeah. and so the verse that God gave him to say yes was the deposit of the hope we would need later. Yeah. And, oh, um, man. So that his yeah. living, because we're living and active. Yeah. And it saves us. It's his it's hope in our life. Every time. Yeah. And and what I would have missed had we not said yes. I. I would, I would not trade an ounce of the pain if it meant I couldn't know the joy of being her mom. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and, and it's going to be restored one day, you know, That's all right. the sad things will become untrue and yeah. I will hold her again. Yeah. And this and, separation and the is temporary. The story yeah. is not done. That's exactly um, right. We will, we will, we will have goodness that will never go away. Mm -hmm. You know, Joanna, that's so interesting. Um, I had a friend on last season in season three of Wife Me Up. Her name's Leslie. Um, and her and her husband, Mitch, lost their daughter, Camry. And she, to this day, and on that interview and in our daily lives together, will talk about the goodness of God. And it is this unimaginable pain mm -hmm. to lose a baby, right? My mom actually always says, like, she's only ever as happy as her saddest child. Like she's never in fullness because if her saddest child, that's the that's the extent of her happiness. And Leslie was sharing with our audience and that at her at Camry's funeral, um, which was you know horrific and and sad and awful, and also this glimpse of heaven simultaneously. Yes. Um, her aunt actually spoke and gave kind of an encouragement to the body of believers and to Leslie and Mitch and said. Um, the, um, the Psalm, um, oh my gosh, the funeral Psalm, it's like coming out of my head right now, but, um, oh, Megan, get it together. The, like, when you go through the valley, Psalm 23, Psalm 23. Yes. thank you. Um, it says through yes. the valley. It doesn't say you stay in the valley mm -hmm. and it, and it's a promise of God's presence mm -hmm. with you in the valley. And so she said to Leslie and Mitch, her encouragement to them was, you're going to go through this. God is with you in it, but he's not going to keep you in, in that grief. There's always going to, when you lose a baby, there's always grief, right? Like it, yeah. it, it just resides in you, yeah. but it looks different. Yeah. And so the first couple of days it's this, and mm -hmm. then it turns into this and then it turns to this and there's this gaping wound always. Yeah. But, but what God does is meet you in it oh, yeah. and then uses it yeah. for his glory, for our good. And, and we see what happens mm -hmm. as a result of that. And that through the valley is something that I felt like as you're telling this story of Gia is, is the same, the same thread. Yeah. Like I'm going to be with you in this thing and it's good. Maybe it doesn't feel good no. always. Yeah. And it actually feels like a lot it of pain. Feels like it feels like death, yeah. but God is with you in it and he is good. And he is life. Yes. You know, in, in that song, if you if you notice, it says the valley of the shadow of death. That's exactly right. And if you right. think about a shadow, you can't have a shadow without light. Right. And yep. I, I think that has been one of the hugest gifts that have yep. come out of this pain is understanding that God conquers death. That's exactly light right. Light wins. Life wins. Every time. And I... 
I've had to come face to face with that promise because yeah. that promise has literally saved my life. Correct. There are moments when you want to die yeah. when your child dies. That's right. Leslie and, says the same thing. Yes. She was like, I don't understand why it was her. Just take me. If you're going to take her, just take me yeah. with her or take me instead. The pain is so great that yeah. there's no words that translate it. Yeah. And and that's the beauty of God sitting with you in it yeah. because he says, I know. That's right. I know. Yeah. I'm with you in it. And yeah. um, to know that that he knows our pain without us even having words to translate, it just groans. It just yeah. comes out as groans you never knew your body could make. Which we, we are also told in the scripture will happen, yes. right? Like when yes. you don't know what to pray, your body yeah. groans. Like when you don't weep know how. those who weep. Right, he, right. He's the ultimate weeper with yeah. us. You know, yep. he, he comes alongside, catches our tears. And I, I say those are the... That he uses those tears to water yeah. the seeds that he's going to bloom this 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 goodness yeah. out of this pain that's and right. you can't see it in the moment no but no. that's why lament is so that's yeah. the other thing God taught me lament it, yeah. it is is it, it is a part of the Christian life and yeah. we are not lamenting and learning the act of lament we are missing that's right. a, a relationship with Jesus that can go far right. beyond the, right. the, the show because Jesus is known as the man of sorrows. Yeah. And so when we lament, we're opening up. What's the opposite of lamenting? It's it's closing up, numbing right. out, right? Exactly and right. so yep. lamenting is bleeding out. And when yeah. you bleed out, your heart's open to hear God sing back a louder song. Yeah. And to, to respond with hope. And yeah. so I was able to hear his song of truth. That's right. The truth of his goodness that he wins, yeah. that Satan does not win. Ever. He will not get so to win lame. in this story. And yeah. I get to step out in light. Yeah. And, and out of the darkness and yep. into the light, and I and we get to walk in the redemption. Yeah. And that's how Edenira Juntova yep. came into our family. Yeah. And um, she is the embodiment of joy and light in the darkness. Yeah. And um, Gia's baby sister. That's right. Always will be. And, and yep. so he's connected them in a beautiful way in a story that goes far beyond. Go to my blog. You'll have yeah. to read it. <laughs> um, but another beautiful thing that came out of the pain was that. God would not let us sit back and lick our wounds. Mm. Uh, he He says, you're still alive. Yeah. And so I have work if you'll take it. I still have That's more right. miracles. And I still have more deposits of you seeing me making all things new. And, and, and what would you have missed if you hadn't said yes to that? Like, that's like this thread here. Like, okay, we miss this thing if we don't say yes to this. Right. We miss this thing if we don't say and, yes and, to and this. Exactly. Because yeah. when we were, I was at it, Stephen Chris Chapman comes Yeah. Oh my goodness, big star here. So he was coming to, he was coming to, uh, I forget. Somewhere where. close. Uh, somewhere, but not really close. It was okay. going to be a road trip. Okay. We didn't have the money to, to, to get tickets. Yeah. I, I looked at my kids at the homeschool table. I'm like, we just need to go be under Stephen Kirsch Chapman's songs right now. And, and Talia goes, just call him and ask him. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay. Again, when you're grieving, like anything yeah. is possible. You're yeah. just like, I throw all, yeah. I don't have to draw anymore. So I'm I, out of my bed today and you're all welcome. I, I went to his website. I found some some way to contact his people. And I just right. was like, here's our story. Yeah. Your, your foundation helped to bring Gianna home. Yeah. Gianna's now in heaven. Yeah. And we're floundering here. But we know that it was your, you're a part of our story. Yeah. We just need to be under your songs, your yeah. anthem. We yeah. need to be. They got back to us right away and said, here, we want you to come and we want you to come talk to him, hang out with him backstage. Like, and so you're like, like we, oh, we, thanks, Talia. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so at this concert, we're sitting next to these strangers and, and they want to know our story. And yeah. so we just share our story and they're like, I don't have anything. They reach in their pockets and there's like, here, this is for your adoption 
to your new daughter because we were um this god showed us her face um six months after gianna to heaven yeah. so it was in that time period and and so they're like we just want to come alongside you yeah. and they just stuck with us virtually and um as we were getting ready to set off to China to get her, they, they called us and they go, what do you need? We want to help provide. And at that point, God had brought in all of the finances. Yeah. And, and he goes, well, we're sending you this. You do what you want. And you, if there's a need that comes up beyond that. And so we just were like, this is God's money. Obviously it's all God's money, yeah. but we're tucking this aside. And, and literally God had laid on our hearts to start a foundation and um, in honor of Gia's life. Yeah. And the foundation would be to come alongside adoption families and help. One of the biggest obstacles is finances. Sure. So provide grants and to also help support a foster home that Gianna's foster mom in China, where Gianna was being cared for to help support them. And um, and so we took that money that, that he had given us, this family had given us as the seed. Cause I had said, uh. Lord, um, I, you know, God had given me the vision before he gave it. And when he gave the vision, I was like, God, I just can't start from nothing. Like you've got to give me a seed. Yeah. And then that phone call happened and he said, and we're like, well, we're starting this foundation. Can that, and he's like, right. use it. So we all got because, our first grant. All because Talia said, just call him. Exactly. Like, this is not a big exactly. deal, mom. You got exactly. it. <laughs> Listen to your children. They have pure faith. Yeah. Pure, <laughs> yeah, unmessed up faith that, 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 you know, that is, is not, is not polluted with logic is not right. polluted with confusion it, yeah it's, it's so it's, pure it's so pure why would and, it, why um, wouldn't you just make the phone call yeah like, and so oh, Gia's, okay. we, we started gs okay i was gonna ask and, gs um, and it's 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 the three branch we, we we believe that god has called us to um to share hope in the world with the most broken with adoption um, orphan care and orphan prevention, um, mm. family preservation. So, um, that's been another beautiful redemptive thing that has come from great pain. What a big life she has. So, mm. and thank you for saying has and not was, I can't tell you how powerful oh. those words are to a mama. She lives yeah. and, her, and she not was, she is. She is and, um, and still so, is. You, know, you just hugged my heart. Oh. <laughs> They are. They, are. they really are. Yeah. Camry, um, Leslie and Mitch's daughter, the same thing. A huge life she has. Yes. Her story is like rocking people's mm. worlds and bringing them to Jesus. And I'm like, well, this is her testimony. Like, and you just, Leslie and Mitch are just the vocal point of it right now. You yeah. know, they're just the, the mouthpiece for this yeah. story. Death but her life is huge. Say. No. And when we're right. believers and we live forever, we live forever. Like that's the bottom line. It doesn't, it's, it's so temporary. This physical separation is just Heaven so temporary. Heaven has never become so real to me. Yeah. And it's never been so tangible, so yeah. close yet far away. Yeah. Right there in front of me yet yeah. unreachable, but it's, yeah. He's untethered me from earth, yeah. our whole family, and anchored us to our real home. Yeah. Which so is, her life did that for us. Yeah. Does, does it? That yeah, us. exactly. Yeah. Sarah, I, I have to know, I know a lot of <laughs> your children's goodness stories just because I get to live them with you sometimes. Oh. And I think they're hilarious, but can you tell us you know, we're in this season of goodness and Johanna shared about kind of the goodness of, of what God has done and is doing through their stuff. But tell me, tell me about that. How are you guys 
experiencing, feeling, doing, seeing the good in what God has kind of crafted your family here on earth into being. Yeah, it's 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 a challenging question because you know we think of goodness mm-hmm. as um, very you know clean and organized and right. happy and 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 life is is messy and I you know I almost cringe when someone says to me oh look you're you know what you're doing for these boys you're going to change their life or oh that's so good what you guys have done and and you know it's like that gold star give me a gold star for yeah, what I'm doing like, um because that's not no we 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 struggled with the decision to to pursue and you know we, we fought yeah, it in right. a way and and again like I mentioned earlier like I grieved I cried over mm-hmm. this life and and I didn't we didn't go down this this path to do good that right. wasn't why we did it right um but I do think of you know the, the thought crossed my mind early very early before you know when the boys were, so they were with us for because I, I kind of stopped once once I, you know, they, they moved in a few weeks after um, my 24-hour crying episode. <laughs> and, um, and then, yes, and then six mystery. months later, six months later, they were officially adopted. So right. um, the... Um, the whole plan in them moving in with you was foster to adopt. So, so we were the their adoptive resource. Right. They were legally, okay. they were legally um, Under able to be adopted. Yeah, correct. And there's many um, in foster care adoption or foster care. There's there's many levels sure. within that and, and scenarios. But the boys were um, the parental rights of the birth parents had been terminated, um, so they are officially you know legally adopted by us now. Have our last name or on their birth certificate, all right. of those things. And what's also interesting too, um, I'm going to get back to your goodness question, but. Um, you know, when we were under some misconception, a lot of misconceptions sure. about adoption, um, and and you know, Johanna mentioned how international adoption it, there is a financial burden with foster care adoption. Yeah, um, there's really not. Um, it, it, it's very inexpensive um, for and, foster care adoption. For, for foster care adoption mm-hmm. in, um, in, be- in the United States. Correct. Okay. Correct. Um, because these children are essentially custody of the state. Right. So there's um, resources for that. So there was resources for the, them. And right. so we we went in very um, uneducated. Yeah. And and we, we quickly got educated, but it is very inexpensive. Um, if anyone listening, because now all of you who are listening, your eyes have been opened. That's right. They'll not be able to get this conversation off of your hearts. And there's a reason for that. That's right. So, um, you know, there, so adoption does look very different. You know, there's many varieties to it, international, you know, d- domestic, foster care, infant, many things. Right. So, um, anyway, um, but yeah, so, so the day to day is doesn't always feel good yeah the day-to-day feels exhausting Mm -hmm. and i feel like i am you know some somewhat of a failure sometimes and you know i'm definitely not some perfect mother who you know i i think i've realized especially as my children are now getting older and i'm having deeper conversations with my older children I'm realizing more of where I could have done better. Sure. It's humbling. It is. It's very humbling. You know, and, um, and so it it feels, doesn't feel good, Mm -hmm. but I do remember early on 
in uh, the early days of, of the family of six, the six of us, thinking about what Christmas will look like when I am in my late 50s mm. and my children are grown and they're likely will be married and they may, you know, they'll be having families of their own. Right. And it could have looked like it would have been nice with the girls and, you know, their husbands and children. But imagine when I've got four children right. and, you know, their, their spouses and their yeah. children. And we look back yeah. over this, what, you know, we look back and, 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 and what I wanted the safe route or right. what, I, what I have wanted the messy route. Right. And again, that's, that's a very, you know, in my flesh, that's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, there, you yeah. know, but, but that is, that was a thought that I had to think, gosh, yeah. I could miss out yeah. on this. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't trade it. I, yeah. you know, the same, I would not trade the hard days for the, the life yeah. of comfort, yep. you know, and I, also just something to address too for yeah. anyone listening you know i was worried will i love these boys like they're my own uh yes yeah hundred uh, <laughs> right. yes they have my heart they are my yeah. sons that's exactly right they are my children they are that they there is not an ounce of difference right between how i love and care about my yeah. children through birth than my children through adoption not at all yes it is it is so it's it's uh, i can't even put words to it well and that's because we believe in the sovereignty of god right and so his plan all along was that these boys are your babies yes and so of course it feels like they're your babies because they are your babies babies. (laughs) right i i always look back on my life um and think if if everything had gone according to plan, mm-hmm. right? According to my hopes and dreams. And I try to picture that. And then I think, would I be as mesmerized with Jesus mm-hmm. as I am mm-hmm. if that happened? And the and I don't know the answer to that, but I think it's no, mm-hmm. right? And like and all I know is that like right now, this is the path that we're on. This is the path that you're on. This is the path that you're on. And God has walked with us every yes, single yes, step yes, of the way. Yes. And so we get to see this goodness that had everything gone according to your, I'm just going to have four kids and stop mm-hmm. here. And I'm just going to have two kids and stop here. Would we be as mesmerized with Jesus? Because I think, Would we have experienced his fullness? Right. Would we have seen him? Would like we Joe, have seen him? eyes have opened, I've seen you. Right. Because my plan, I wouldn't have needed Jesus. Thank Correct. I wouldn't That's have exactly him. right. That's it would have been simple. I can accomplish this. And carefree yep. and comfortable. Yep. And it would have been all within my power. Yep. Us to that yes. You know, when I think about your season of crying, that 24 hours, <laughs> and that grieving, I believe what was happening in your heart was God was breaking oh, your heart. Absolutely. Oh. And it, he... And that's why I say he rescued us. Yeah. You know, this is this is about how he rescued us from the shoebox template of what we thought were, you know, everything's yeah. in order, everything's okay. And and he adoption has remade us. And I like once your eyes have been opened, you can't go back. You know, right. you can't go back to who I and I wouldn't want to. Correct. Like, I wouldn't want to. And it, it's just a literally I'm gonna make you new. Yeah. And um and there is a surrender of your old life. And yeah. um, and I think about the story where, you know, they told Lot's wife, don't look back. Because <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna, boom. Got real and, salty. And, and there's times <laughs> where 
I look back at that, those two years that we had where yeah. Gia was in, in her time of healing and, yep. I, and I miss, I look back and I miss it. Right. And then God reminds me, look forward. There's more forward mm -hmm. than there is back. Well, and if that was good, what's coming? And that's what he says. That was a glimpse. I, I give you yeah. deposits yep. of the new earth. I give mm -hmm. you deposits of, of, of what Mm -hmm. what 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 it's going to be when i make all all things new that's and you right. got to hold that in those yeah. seasons mm -hmm. of darkness the yep. shadows yep. the valley you got to hold to what i have told you in the light that's exactly and, right um, and so i just I, I just i picture how he's he just he's got it we have to let go of all of who we the, it's almost like an idol of ourselves. Like we've made this palace for ourselves, oh. this, this, you know, and we just have to let it all yeah. be for, forsake it all yeah. for, for, for God. And it's like, that reminds me of that quote by Janelle. It's one of my favorites. It said, um, he is no fool who gives up what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. That's exactly and right. And that, that's the story. Yeah. And what's interesting with, with um, tagging on to what you just said, going yeah. back to that verse that I really Lamar just, 10. Yeah, yeah, just, just, you know, cried over and, and was talking about the camel and going through the eye of a needle. And, and so, you know, of course I think like a needle, but it's right. actually a small entrance into Jerusalem right. and, and the camel in order to get through that entrance had often be unloaded. Yeah. They had to let go of the baggage, let go oh, of everything. Wow. So, so, you know, <laughs> Symbolic too. Awesome. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. Audience needs to see us. We're like leaning in. But to get into the kingdom of heaven, yeah, to go through that small entrance, yeah, you know, you're carrying all this stuff that your your belongings, your right, your dream, your yes, and you have to you have to let go and go yeah. through. Yeah. And um, Sarah, that is that that is so powerful in and of itself. And I bet the cross that fit through that. That uh, yeah. you know, entrance, yeah, you know, let go and pick up your cross. Yes. It's not gonna be easy, he doesn't no. promise easy, nope, right? And so, I guess, like, maybe kind of this like closing thought here is like, what what actually needs to be let go of? What do you need to die to to experience Sp resurrection something life? goodness, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what needs to come off so that you can see yes. something yeah. that's so like, what if you buy what if you didn't say yes? Mm. Like, it would be so sad. Makes yeah, like to think about no, that's his grace, right? That's his grace. yeah, yeah. And this this command that you're following to live out God's living word in your day to day, you're very messy, very you know, Sarah. You keep saying like it does not feel good. This is not always good, but it's always right. And I think that 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 is that's the thing right like the goodness doesn't mean feeling mm -hmm. right. it means righteous mm -hmm. right so like what is right in this thing what is the true thing in this thing and you guys are like well we said yes and it doesn't and i'm you know lost my daughter here on earth and my kids act like maniacs in walmart and this is crazy and they're you know whatever what are you doing Lord? yeah and like are you sense. sure yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, how many times yeah. and also you know i had to think about my girls and yeah. and the impact this would have on yeah. them right and we live in a culture that is that our teenagers and young adults are very entitled yeah. and and there's a lot of comforts and yeah. you know they're yeah. learning they 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 have learned 
to to sacrifice through this right you know and and to um depend on god yes yeah they have and to depend on god and to that the, there's more to life than their own yeah right yes. and and to love others and mm-hmm. you know it it when i thought about that and contemplating you know what we were doing and there's there's early decision making days you know when my children when my birth children are adults they will i believe they will have more compassion and they already do yeah yeah, exactly they're living it out with you and and it doesn't feel good to them all the time (laughs) why are my little brothers so loud yes that's you you must have talked to hannah (laughs) i do think it's it's cool too that both of you had um older children when god was calling you into this process and so i mean our kids absorb us, right? Like they absorb what we, what we, our manners, the things that they're living in their daily lives. And they got to see you wrestle with this decision, mm-hmm. make this decision as a family before the Lord, like uh-huh. with your husbands and, and well, really walk it my out. My husband says is I want my children to A, they need to see, they need to ask themselves one day, what am I doing that requires faith? That's right. And also Daddy needs God. Daddy can't do this. Right. Daddy needs Jesus. Yeah. And what an example for our kids, right? Like, okay, like, you know, your children are going to remember when they're making decisions in their adulthood. Well, my parents did this. They included Jesus was the first thing in the situation. They each other were the second. We were included in this. Like they were always your kids were a part of this. Your, your biological kids first. We're a part of this process with you. And I feel like it it sets them up for incredible success in terms of compassion and relating to the world and understanding. And and who knows what God will do in their lives, Yeah. right? Like we don't know what your I mean, we, your yes w- will do for them as adults with, with their lives. We have no idea what hangs in the balance of your yes. Yeah. Okay, closing thought, closing thought. This is my very favorite question to ask every guest on Wife Me Up. What is one thing, just one little nugget, that you know about God now as a result of this life you live, this yes you said, that you didn't know about him before it all began? Let me go first. (laughs) (laughs) It'll ensure that I'm short. it's victory. He's victorious. Mm. I, 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 that has been my saving truth. He's yeah. victorious. Every time. And it makes me visualize Satan's head being crushed. <laughs> I love it. He doesn't win. Death doesn't no, win. No, never. Sarah, what's yours? So I, I, I knew this yeah. in my mind, but now I know it through experience, is that... God will meet you. Mm. Not even meet you. He's already there. Yeah. Mm. And that, you know, you don't have to get yourself together to go before the Lord. That's right. Yeah. He, Come as you he will be there. In fact, there. maybe we shouldn't. Right. We shouldn't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he will be there in that valley. He mm. will, he will yeah. walk you through. And, um, and I think, you know, we, I tend to forget that. Yeah. I try to do it on my own and um, this has broken me yeah. and and made me 
um, realize my weakness. Mm, yeah. And he's, he, he commanded yep. this of me. And I was, this again, was not the life that I dreamt I would have right. um, and has required a lot of surrender and humility. And, mm-hmm. um, but yes, he meets me where I am mm-hmm. or reveals himself. Yeah. He's waiting for you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for coming on Wife Me Up today. I'm so happy to talk with you and I'm so excited for our listeners just to hear, you know, the things that that you've shared today. And I know that God will use it in some way that maybe we'll never know until we get to heaven, but I'm pumped. So thanks for being here today. Thank you. Fun. and welcome to Megan Recommends, just a little segment where we share things that are making our world brighter and better in hopes that they will make your world brighter and better too. So today, Megan recommends listening to Sarah and Johanna. Sarah, what is your recommendation? You have to go first. Okay. I'm very excited about this recommendation. So for all the moms out there. Love it. Over the past year or so, you may have heard us being made fun of about having side parts and still wearing skinny jeans. (laughs) I strongly recommend that you give flare jeans another try. I I love this recommendation. I, I, I think that as we're a little hesitant, right? Cause the, the young, the youngins are wearing the flare jeans. Yeah. So I went to a boutique with my daughter, a couple months ago and the lady there had me try on a pair of flare jeans. Wait, I've seen you in these jeans. Yes. They look amazing. I might wear them later today. You should. Oh, so, fun. so, um, they are so comfortable and, yeah. and, and just give them a try because moms, we can, we can go away from the skinny. I'm wearing skinny jeans right now, by the way, Yeah. but, but flare jeans, we can, yeah, we can, we can branch away from the skinny jeans and flare jeans. They're actually very comfortable. Are and they're the high ones, the mom jeans? Well, kind? no. Okay. okay. So, so also <laughs> I do not, I do not recommend you, you young girls, the mom jean look. I don't understand it. It doesn't, it's, 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 I don't get it. They went away in the 80s for a reason. Let's not bring those back. But but moms, try the flare Get the jeans. flare jeans. Yeah. Try the flare jeans. With, yes, yeah. cute boots, yes. I love this recommendation. Yeah. This is so fair on brand for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Johanna, what do you recommend? Okay, while you're sitting in your, in your flare jeans, and, um, or maybe even before you get dressed in the morning, yep. and you want to, I know being a young mom, I... I struggled for so many years um, in that season of life to have a daily quiet time with Jesus. And it was very, uh, it was just very hard to find structure. Mm-hmm. And when I finally got a chance, I did. I, was, I looked at my Bible. I'm like, what do I do? You know. Right. And then, and then you get a book. Then you're done your book. And you're like, now I got to find another book, or meaning like another study guide. And and it just it, it became a, a point of anxiety. Sure. Um, I wanted to, to spend that time with Jesus because I knew I needed it. Yeah. And but yet I felt defeated before I even walked into it. Well. I recommend going and um, doing the Bible recap. No, let's hear the Bible. I know she's great. I feel like I sit with. I I feel like she's like a best friend because I hear her every day. But it's been. I. It was always intimidating to me to read through the Bible. Yeah. I've I've been a Christian for um, thirty years, and 
um, had never read through the Bible yeah. because it was just daunting. And um, and I could I could have said up to a year ago I I was never consistent every day doing quite. I would right. have like two weeks of I did it, then two weeks of oh I can't get back in the group. Right. And and so literally that turned my life upside down. Yeah. It um, I, I started doing it and. The testimony in it is that I've literally had quite, and, and I'm not like a, I'm not saying this for my own like checklist, but it's God, like it's it's God's unbelievable, amazing power of his word. When you're in it daily, you yes. want it daily. And yeah. she allows it to become non-intimidating. She yeah. recaps it. And, so and yes, yes. Yeah. And, and so I just, I, I just encourage all, all you out there listening to go to uh, your podcast, podcast podcast app and and download the bible recap and just jump in because you know just being in the word every day is life-changing friends you heard it here first flare jeans and the bible recap yes you can't go wrong